Until now, this parak has discussed the various prohibitions and the reasons why one would be liable to the punishment of Malchus, lashes, and how many sets of Malchus he would be liable to. From this mission onwards, the Mishnahis discuss how the Malchus would actually be given to the person and the procedure of Beistin when giving somebody Malchus. Come Malkin Osoi, how many lashes would they give the person who is liable to the Malchus? Says the Mishnah, 40 minus 1. 39. Now, why is this worded in a weird way? Because the truth is, the way that we learn that you get 39 lashes is because the Torah says that you should get 40 lashes. So, why do you actually get 39? This is learned from the Psukim. The Torah says, He will hit him in front of him according to his wickedness by number. And the next pasuk begins, He will hit him 40 times. However, the Mishnah connects the last word of the first pasuk, The Mishnah says, as the pasuk says, by number. And the first word of the next pasuk is, Arbaim 40. And we read it as if it says it in one go, by the number 40. And that is to say, It's the number which is next to just in front of the number 40. If the Torah is saying you should get 40 lashes, it should have said, that it is 40 in, in number. The fact that it switched it around and is saying, that implies that it is the number which comes before 40. You should count until, and not including, 40. That's according to the Tanakhama. However, Rabbi Yehuda says, he would get 40 lashes, Rehuda does not make this drosha of the posok like the Tanakama. He reads it as it as it says simply. And so he says that the lashes are forty. Now we're going to learn in Mishnah Yugimo that the lashes was the set of lashes was split into three groups. He would be hit at three different places on his body. So if, for example, he was receiving thirty-nine lashes, it would be split into three groups of thirteen. Now according to Yehuda. There would still be an extra one. After they been split into three groups, there would be an extra, an extra lash. The Heichen Lokas Aisera, where on his body would they hit the extra one? The Mishnah answers being safer between his shoulders, meaning in the middle of his back. Mishud Aleph, another law which is learnt from the word Bemispar, that it is by number, is that not everybody is going to receive the full set of 39 or 40 lashes. Rather, based then, before beginning the lashes, would make an evaluation of the person who is liable to the Malchus, whether he is indeed fitting and healthy and strong enough to receive the full set of Malchus. But if they evaluate that he is somebody who is only really able to take, uh, let's say, 25 lashes, if they give him any more than that, then he might die. This person is not liable to death, he's liable to Malchus. So in that case, they would make an evaluation and they would fix that this person is only going to receive a lower number of Malchus. However, as we mentioned, the Malchus are always split into three groups. And because of that, in Oymden Oysel or Talish, we would only give an evaluation and set a fixed number for how many lashes he's going to get if it's a number which is fitting to split into three. It's divisible by three. So if, for example, they evaluated that he can take 25 lashes, they would set that he's going to receive 24, because that is divisible by three. They can't give him any more than 25, because then there's a danger that he might die. He can't handle more than 25. In that case, he would receive 24 lashes. 
But what happens if they evaluated that he is fit to receive the full set of 40 lashes, or 39 according to the Tanakama, just the Mishnah uses the word 40 because that's the word which the Torah uses. So they began giving him the lashes, he received part of the lashes, and in the middle they saw that he's not able to receive the full set of lashes. And they realized that if they give him any more, then he's in danger of dying, so they definitely need, need to stop now. The question is, do they need to give him the rest of those lashes when he recovers? Says Mishnah, no, Potter, he would be exempted by the, by the Malchus which he has already received, because he has received his full set of Malchus. Their evaluation was wrong. And this is the amount of Malchus which he is able to handle. If they evaluated that he is able to handle 18 Malchus, 18 lashes, and Mishalaka once received the 18, they said that actually, it seems that this person is strong enough to receive the full set of 40 or 39 lashes. Do they need to give him the rest of them? Says Mishal, no, Potter is exempt, because at the end of the day they gave an evaluation, and they said that this person is going to receive a smaller number of lashes, and that evaluation has significance. Continues the Mishnah. If somebody violates a Avera, he does one action, and that involves two different Averas. So he is liable to two sets of Malkas for one Avera. If they evaluated him with one evaluation. Meaning, this person is somebody who can handle more than 39 lashes in one go. Let's say he can handle 45. So since it's more than 39, that would cover him for both Averas. And so Loike, he would receive those num- that number of lashes, more than 39, and he would be exempted from both of the Averis, but if not, if he's not able to receive more than 39 lashes, let's say he's only able to receive 25 or 24, so you don't consider this to be 24 for both Averis. This is an evaluation for the first Avera. It can't be that if he does one Avera or two Averas, he gets the same number of lashes. So if he's only able to receive less than 39, that's considered to be for one Avera. So in that case, Loike, he would receive the lashes, let's say the 24, or Misrape, and we would wait for him to be healed until he's able to receive more Malchus, and then he would receive Malchus again for the next, for the second Avera which he violated. However, if he's able to receive more than 39, then they wouldn't make him receive 39 and then get healed, and then receive another 39. It's enough that he only receives a few more lashes, more than 39, that already covers him for the second Avera. Mishra Yudbe's Kate and Malkin say, how would they actually carry out the procedure of the Malkus? They would tie both of the person's hands on either side of the post which they were going to have him lean over whilst they give him the lashes. There was a small pillar which was around a meter tall and the person would lean over it. He would lean his back sort of over the post facing forward and they would tie his hands on the side, on the two sides of that small pillar. Heilach v'heilach on either side. V'chazan akneses and the shamash, the person who was responsible for taking care of technical details for the basin, he would grab hold of the person's clothes to the top of his shirt, and this was because he needs to take it off before giving the lashes. The lashes are obviously given whilst he's not wearing a shirt. And when he takes it off, if it gets torn, it gets torn, if the stitches become undone, then that's what happens. He shouldn't be careful to make sure that doesn't happen. This is part of the disgrace which the person who is getting lashes needs to go through, and this is all part of the atonement process. 
until he reveals his heart, his chest, and his back until the shirt has been fully taken off. Now, the person who is giving him the lashes would stand on a slightly raised part of the floor. It would be the stone on which the person giving the lashes would stand was placed behind the person being lashed. And the shamash, the person who's in charge of the technical details for basedin, he would stand on that stone. He would be the one who would deliver the lashes. And he would have a strap made from the skin of a calf in his hand. This is what they would use to give the lashes. It was doubled to two and to four, which simply speaking implies that it was one long strap which was folded over twice. So it's now the thickness of four straps. Others learn that it was actually literally four straps which were stitched together. And there were two other thinner straps which went up and down in it, meaning there would be a hole in the strap which was folded over, the strap which was made out of the skin of a calf. There would be a hole in there through which they would place two thinner straps made out of a donkey's skin. And we're going to understand this to mean that it was stitched into the strap made out of a calf skin. And so this whip would be made up of both the skin of a calf and the skin of a donkey. The significance of this is like the posuk at the beginning of Sefer Yeshaya, when the Jewish people are told off. And the posuk says, Yoda shor evus A donkey knows its creator, excuse me, an ox knew its creator, and a donkey recognizes the fact that the owner is the one who gives it its food, whereas the person who is liable to Malchus and Azdanavirus has forgotten about his owner, the person who is in charge, Hashem. So because of this posuk, the skin of a ox, a calf, and the skin of a donkey are used. Mishayud Gimel, Yoda, the handle of this strap, where the person would hold the strap by, Tefach, that was a Tefach long, the size of a fist, Verochbo Tefach, and the width of the strap itself was also a tefach wide. So it was quite a wide strap, quite a wide whip. The roisha and the tip of the strap of this whip which was being used, Magaz Halpikresoi would reach the stomach of the person being whipped. So if the person is standing behind the one being whipped, and he would bring down the whip onto his body, the whip has to be long enough that the tip of the whip would reach the stomach of the person. And now finally we get to the actual whipping, says the Mishnah, they would whip him a third of the amount of lashes which he's receiving in front of him, on the front part of his body, by his chest, and two-thirds of the Malkus Melachorov behind him. One on his right side, on his right shoulder, and the other third on his left shoulder. They wouldn't whip him, they wouldn't give him the lashes while he is standing upright or while he is sitting down, but rather whilst he is leaning over the pillar where his hands are tied. And the judge, literally speaking, the judge will make him fall. So he needs to be in a falling position whilst he is, lash, whilst he is being lashed. The hamake, and the one giving him the lashes, should whip him with one hand, meaning he's holding the whip with one hand, and he should whip him with all of his strength. That's also why he should do it with one hand, because that way he would do it stronger. And this is learnt from the Posuk, which says, Makarabba. He will receive a big whipping, a big hit, and therefore it needs to be done with all of his might. 
And again, like we saw in the previous Mishnahis, if a person is not able to receive 39 of these, then he would indeed receive less of them.